0: Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly rundown of your questions. Today, I'm with Layla Muton, who is our nutritionist in residence. And how are you doing, Layla?
1: Okay, Dr. Hoffman. How are you?
0: Good. And so, a lot of you were responding to questions at drhoffman.net. That's the destination for questions. We got a pretty full mailbag uh, this week. But uh, before we get to... Our questions. Uh, we have an SOS campaign. Support our supplements or save our supplements. Even more important than supporting our supplements, saving our supplements because Congress is seeking to enlarge FDA's purview over supplements. Yeah. Yep. And Very we think disturbing. that this is an all hands on deck moment. It is. Uh, Congress is busy mm-hmm. on uh, many important issues: uh, gun control, abortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, all kinds of stuff going on, uh, aid to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, in eh, kind of in a low-key way, they're working their wiles to enlarge the purview of the FDA over the supplement industry. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that is a threat to supplement diversity and supplement access, I'm personally yes. convinced. And so you can go to drhopman.com slash ANH. Yes, we need to be inclusive of all supplements. Indeed. <laughs> right. Inclusivity. Diversity. Yes. Uh, equity and, and equity, Right. DEI. Uh, right. So, uh, the, you know, that I think is an important issue to this constituency, our, uh, intelligent medicine listeners. So, uh, drhoffman.com slash ANH. ANH stands for the Alliance for Natural Health to learn how you can take action and potentially to donate. Uh, for a limited time, I'll be matching all donations up to a total of five thousand dollars so let's see if you can match
1: fantastic and i'll
0: match uh, actually you donate i'll match um so we did this mm-hmm. we took action yes we did And we utilized the convenient uh template mm-hmm. that you get when you get an action alert from anh makes it easy to contact your legislator
1: yes it does
0: and so uh we expressed our concern over this bill. And here's what we got. Uh, dear uh, Ronald.
1: And this is coming from which legislator?
0: This is coming from uh, Senator Gillibrand, which is one of our two senators. It, w- it went it off to uh, yep. Schumer and Gillibrand. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for contacting me regarding prescription drug prices. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no.
1: But wait a minute.
0: <laughs> it's like... Okay. When
1: did, when did, when did we contact
0: you about prescription drug prices? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then he goes on and on about, uh, I have heard from New Yorkers across the state regarding the challenges of high prescription drug costs, and I'm fighting in the Senate for policies to address them. But who asked you to do that? No, we didn't ask you to do that. No, no, no. It's like, you know, you go to the bagel shop and you say, I'd like, uh, a poppy bagel. and say, well, I'm sorry, can I interest you in a garlic bagel? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like a switcheroo.
1: You know, th- this is this is not good optics for Senator Gillibrand to no. put out this very poor response. It it seems obvious, right, from this response that they didn't take our our uh, petition seriously, seriously or, or, or It's yeah. even
0: worse than a non-response. Yes, it's a mis-response. A mis-response. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we uh, implore you to take action, and we mm-hmm. hope that your legislator will take a little more time and give you more of an individualized response. Yes. And we'll take note of the numerous uh, letters, emails, and texts that will come their way on this important subject as they get prepared to vote on an important issue that has an impact on our access to supplements. And you can learn more by going to the Alliance for Natural Health, anh-usa.org. Yes. Uh, and by the way, I'm a board, long time board member on ANH, a- a- and I'm the medical director mm-hmm. of ANH. Mm-hmm. Um, so on, uh, let's, I, I would, I would like to add some more cheerful news, but, um, there's a new initiative, which is a website entitled no ah. And there, uh, that's an initiative in California. By the way, there's an assembly bill in California that will punish doctors for disinformation. It wow. will be grounds for de-licensure or medical discipline. I can discipline.
1: feel the migration of doctors leaving right? California. Right. You were one back when. <laughs> you,
0: well, I wasn't, right? ready to, I wasn't ready to practice medicine at the age of seventeen. Okay. So I came east, but I knew uh-huh. I knew bad things were coming our way in California. Okay. You know, California, the vanguard of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they seem to be in the vanguard of hysteria when it comes to, uh, heresy. You know, in effect, this is like a, a, an anti-heresy law. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, look, it, I agree that physicians should be disciplined, held to a high standard. So, Absolutely. If, for example, yeah. if I'm practicing really wacky medicine, like somebody comes to me with syphilis, and I say, oh, I don't believe in the germ theory. And, uh, here, wow. you know. Take some ivermectin for your for your syphilis. It's, yeah. I hear it's really good for whatever ails you. You know, Joe Rogan was talking about ivermectin. So take some uh-huh. ivermectin for your syphilis. I could see that possibly being grounds for sure, sure, because there is a there's a tried and true and proven and correct way to treat syphilis. Mm-hmm. However, in the realm of COVID, there's a lot of uncertainty. Should people get that fourth vaccine? Is that uh, absolutely uh you're know, mandatory for every man, woman, child. Should everyone who has early COVID get Paxlovid? I just read a study ah. that suggests that uh, people who are young and healthy, if they come down with COVID, they don't need this antiviral drug. Yeah. Uh, however, someone's older, vulnerable. Yes, it might make sense to take a powerful medication. Mm-hmm. Do all three-year-olds? Do we need universal vaccination for all three-year-olds? Should all uh, you know uh, elementary school children be uh, forced to wear masks all day long? These are controversies, yeah. and you know I'm not going to say that there's 100, uh, 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 you know, veracity about one mm-hmm. uh, point of view or another. But potentially, you could be brought up on charges for upholding one view or another that's an unpopular view that goes against the narrative. Yeah. So anyway, so they, they actually have a they they have a very convenient you know just like A uh, and H has this thing where you can send a letter to your congressman. Yes, this website. No license for has, you know, you click on a, a link and it's the handy dandy report your doctor link. How Maoist. Yeah. Unbelievable. Is yeah. <gasps> yeah.
1: Tell on your parents. Right, right. They're not following
0: the. Yeah. Oh, my. It's like terrible. inform on, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, but, you know, it can also be used by a, like an angry, jealous colleague, you know, perhaps. Um, oh, that's you know, right. perhaps you know a, a person goes to another doctor, and you know they say, "Well, I went to Doctor So and So. They didn't think I needed to be vaccinated. What? They didn't think you needed to be vaccinated." I'm going to report. That. I'm going to report. This is terrible. To, yeah, I'm going to report. Them. This is
1: causing people to tell on one another. Right to become snitches. It's
0: divisive. It's yes. It's um, you know, it it, it it's. I mean, I've never. I don't think I've ever seen this in mm-hmm. my medical career. I think it's heinous. Uh, it will. It. I think that under. With fear and in crisis mode, people um, they stop thinking correctly. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Panic, or something. That's terrible. So I understand there was some long COVID
0: study done on mice. Right. There was a very interesting long COVID study on mice. I talked about in my radio program, um, where so patients with long COVID have an array of symptoms. They're fatigued. They have chronic fatigue-like symptoms or Mm -hmm. post-Lyme symptoms. Uh, They're very debilitated. They can't think straight. They have uh, cognitive problems, brain fog, Mm -hmm. uh, respiratory problems quite frequently, loss of smell and taste. And so it it varies. So there are different types of long COVID. But what they did is they did an interesting study on people who had COVID weeks before. Mm -hmm. And they were recovered from their initial acute COVID, but they had these long COVID symptoms. And they didn't test positive for COVID anymore. So they're, you know, they Mm weren't infected, supposedly. They took stool samples and they introduced the samples in the mice. Now, why mice? Probably because it would be kind of unethical to do it on people. Because we don't know what the effect of taking stool from people with long COVID might be on people. It might make those people sick. Sure. So they did it on mice. Well, lo and behold, the mice developed long COVID-like symptoms. Oh, wow. So you might ask, what does a mouse with long covid Experience.
1: I, I want to know what, it, what a mouse with brain fog
0: looks like. Well, they, they, <laughs> they, they, they don't go through the maze very fast.
1: Yeah. They,
0: they don't find the cheese at the end of the maze. Uh, the, they have exercise intolerance. So, you know, one mouse is like racing on the treadmill and says, come on, get on the treadmill with me. And the other mouse goes, eh, I'm not feeling it today. I'm not Th- feeling that's it. That's a mouse with long COVID. Yeah. So, Interestingly, and then they did all kinds of tests on their various uh, metabolomics. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at various yeah. elements of their metabolism, their biochemistry, mm-hmm. and their immune systems. And they found that they had elevated cytokines. They had uh, TNF alpha that was elevated. They had uh, uh, problems with brain-derived neurotrophic factor, BDNF, oh, which yes. is important. important for brain cell regeneration and yes. renewal. Um, and, okay, so what do you do about it? They they tried something. They gave them a probiotic. Huh. And they got better.
1: Oh, wow. That's very
0: encouraging. So the suggestion is that maybe COVID does something to the microbiome that alters it and that that can be corrected with the usual measures we use to support the microbiome. Either that or there's some infection that persists in the, in the, um, Mm. in the, in the gut. That can be transmitted. That's been shown that long after it's out of your respiratory tract, and they persist in the gut. Mm-hmm. But uh, formally, those people didn't test positive for COVID. Wow. Um, anyway, interesting. Interesting implication. Stuff. We do see more and more people with long COVID now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there there are probably a lot of different shades and variations of long COVID. And you know, one some studies suggest that people who report uh, long COVID, uh, are not that much different from control groups because people, stuff happens. Stuff happens. In life. Yeah. And is it, you know, is it always the antecedent of COVID, which created the problems that people experience going forward? There's, uh,
1: there's a hundred reasons for fatigue. There's a hundred reasons for brain fog. There's a hundred reasons
0: for achy, whatever. That's also uh, why it's hard to evaluate vaccine side effects because if yeah. after a vaccine, a year later, you have a stroke or you develop you know, uh, fatigue or any number of things yeah. uh, is the vaccine the proximate cause. It's going to be really hard to track that.
1: Yeah. 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 Interesting stuff. Wow.
0: Good point. We have to pause because we want to allow one of our sponsors this opportunity to share a vital message with you. So here it goes. Listen up. What do you picture when you think of aging well? Daily energy and vitality, a healthy sex life, maintaining your ability to heal and regenerate. Berkeley Life's team of nitric oxide experts are dedicated to making products that make these visions a reality. Their once-a-day supplement supports nitric oxide levels in your body. It's one of my personal solutions to better cardiovascular health. You can access it when you head to agewellbl.com slash Hoffman and use offer code Hoffman at checkout. Nitric oxide is a foundational molecule for health and is responsible for supporting a healthy cardiovascular and circulatory system. It's never too early to start aging well. Head to agewellbl.com slash Hoffman and use offer code Hoffman at checkout for 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's agewellbl.com slash Hoffman for Berkeley Life Nitric Oxide Support Supplements. agewellbl.com slash Hoffman. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting us. Sponsors They, of course, are what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And how do we know it's working? Well, we just found out we keep track of the number of podcast downloads that we have. And we hit the threshold of 10 million downloads.
1: Oh my goodness. I can't wrap my head around 10 million 10 downloads. 10 million times.
0: And I want to tell you, I got a really sore finger from pushing that download button <laughs> at least <laughs> nine million times. You know, you don't
1: hire bots for that.
0: You know? <laughs> I, well, there's, I think there's some, you know, like uh, <laughs> for a small fee, people in right. Moldova will do it yes. for you. you yes. know. Uh, it's the mol- uh-huh. Moldovian uh, Twitter accounts and, you know, uh-huh. the, you know, fake accounts and fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but this is for real. The, it is. All kidding aside. Ten
1: million downloads. Which That's we wonderful. really appreciate.
0: Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, Thank you. So thanks mm-hmm. for that.
1: So let's get to questions, shall we? Yeah, we've got a question from Danny about your Saturday show, Dr. Hoffman. Okay. Uh, he says the show description refers to a supplement that can reduce Alzheimer's risk by 47%, but I didn't hear you identify the
0: supplement. So please put in me a self-addressed stamped envelope containing a check for $25 to... Because <laughs> that's pretty good information, Somebody right? used to do that. Pretty... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is pretty good information. I'm sorry, you didn't listen well, so... I'm sorry, you're going to have to come down with Alzheimer's disease because next time, listen better. (laughs) No. Okay. Yeah. The answer is D-H-A. Wow. And I must do a better job of enunciating and repeating because I think people listening on the fly. I mean, I listen to radio, Mm -hmm. to baseball games, sort of like a multitasking. I'm like... You know, uh, putting away the dishes. Yes. Or, you yep. know, uh, doing stuff. You know, sometimes I'm like vacuuming,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: or, you it's know, hard. I'm, I'm looking at my email and then I occasionally glance up when I hear the crowd cheer in a baseball game, you know, and like, yeah. oh, there's a moment. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's, you know, the the show's pretty dense. You gotta kind of, it's hard to multitask. And if you're driving, you should pay attention to the road. DHA is the companion nutrient mm-hmm. to EPA. Mm-hmm and it's uh, very essential for brain function yeah. and in this one study and and you know i'm sure that there are other studies that show uh this to some extent or another but you know 47% is spectacular that
1: is spectacular i'm going to start retaking dha again. dha is a supplement that i was taking and then I, sometimes i switch over to the regular epa but you're getting DHA. you're going to get
0: dha yeah. with your epa yeah. that's true but, but and for- i'm a good
1: fish eater i like
0: For brain, it's DHA. I I eat
1: salmon. What's kind
0: of neat is we do have a sponsor, Vital Nutrients, and Mm -hmm. they make a vegan uh, uh, omega-3. DHA Uh Uh-huh. It's an Mm omega-3. The problem is with vegan omega-3, you don't get much EPA, if at all. Yes. Uh, You just get DHA. Yeah. Uh, So the question is, is that beneficial? Well, yes, it's very beneficial, especially for brain.
1: Yes. Uh, Brain and eyes.
0: It, it mm-hmm. might be less beneficial for lowering triglycerides. Yes. Because the it seems that EPA is more for the heart mm-hmm. and for triglycerides. You, you take about six or eight EPAs and you'll lower your tri- triglycerides. We just okay. had a patient today whose triglycerides were like 600 and then they were 400. Yes. I have him taking a lot, like six a day of the EPA. Of the fish oil. Because right. he's taken one, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And he needs a lower carb diet. Totally. Um. So, um, yeah, that's it's DHA. It's
1: DHA, Danny.
0: For docosahexaenoic acid. For, yes. And what, what dosage would be Alzheimer's. appropriate? I would say you know take you know two of the you know, large gel caps per day. Yeah. And you will get some protection. Yes. Take it with food. That's the way to take your fish oil. Right. And you know the importance of DHA for neurological is underscored by studies that show that. Uh, in animal studies where they deliberately deprive, uh, the, uh, pregnant cat, for example, mm-hmm. uh, with no essential fatty acids, uh, the, the, uh, kittens have visual problems. Mm. And th- it's actually one of the reasons mm. why finally they put DHA into infant formula. Ah, it's yes. by, it's, it's That's legislated, it's right. mandated. It must be in right. infant formula. But the United States resisted that for so long. And we're one of the last countries. I remember campaigning early in my career in the eighties and nineties for the United States to begin putting DHA into infant formula. Mm-hmm. And, you know, many countries in the developing world, developed world, yeah. uh, Europe and uh, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, I think they were already doing it. The U.S. was kind of a latecomer to it, mm. but early in life mm-hmm. and late in life. You know, particularly crucial. Other times
1: to take it, yeah.
0: Right. So everybody stock up on your
1: EPA, DHA. Right. DHA, EPA. All right. We've got a question from Drew. Hello, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. Lipoprotein little a seems to be all the rage lately. Mm. I'm reading that it's more important than the rest of the metrics on the lipid panel. That is true, Drew. That is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, with... APO B coming in is a close second. My doctor doesn't even order it when I get my tests. I had my lipoprotein little a tested on my own and it was 197 which is sky-high. It is. High, yeah. yeah, it needs to I be less than- I think the
0: cut-up is what, 50?
1: Yes, 50 or 70? Yeah, maybe 35. Depends on the
0: lab. Yeah. It
1: depends on the lab. The rest of my lipids look okay. Am I in serious trouble? I haven't had any the the ApoB done yet but I'm going to. What is your opinion of these two lipid metrics, the lipoprotein little A mm-hmm. and the apo right B?
0: So the analogy I sometimes give is: um, Can we predict if you're happy? We're not going to even talk to you. Can we? Is this a happy person? And we will look at a lot of things to look like. Well, you, let's look at your your relation. Do You have a good primary relationship. Do you have really? Do you know, a nice house? Do you have good material comfort? Do you have you know? freedom, relative freedom from stress, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We can look at all these factors, and that goes in the equation of are you happy? Mm-hmm. But even with those things, sometimes you're not happy. Right. Because of maybe genetics, which we have to put into the equation. So environmental factors plus genetic factors. Yes. And you get an outcome. Mm-hmm. And cardiovascular diseases like that is... We can look at all these factors like cholesterol and mm-hmm. HDL and EPA, I'm sorry, uh, 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 LPA, yeah. apolipoprotein B, and break down the LDL so they large particles or small particles. Yes. And many inflammation, insulin Blood right. sugar, homocysteine, yes, on and on. Triglycerides, uh, high levels of ferritin can cause yes. problems. It's Low levels reaction. of omega three, bad mm-hmm. ratio of omega six to three. Yes. All these things go into the, in the equation. But at the end, we can we still don't know because there may be some genetic factors that predispose you, yeah, or uh, undiscovered factors, some things that we yeah. just don't know yet. Yeah. And so we would look at your heart scan and see mm-hmm. if you have calcium accumulation. So, roundabout way of saying the best way to see if that elevated LPA, which theoretically puts you at risk, is really putting you at risk is by looking at your arteries. Yeah. And if you have pristine arteries, then it suggests that all the other good things, good attributes that they have, are protective. And maybe your lifestyle is protective, and you exercise, yes, and you're on a superb diet, mm-hmm. and you have a really healthy microbiome, which also now we believe has something to do with it. And you have adequate nitric oxide production. Blah, 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 blah,
1: blah. Right, right. So you an know. EBT heart scan would be the answer to see to see if that high right. lipoprotein so is.
0: These doing. days, doctors, mm-hmm. I, I, I once saw. You know, I really, I didn't understand this. It's like. Patient comes in, and so often they do, and it's my doctor really wants me to go on a statin. And I look at the person's cholesterol. We
1: see that, that patient every other day, it seems.
0: Yeah, right. My
1: doctor wants me to a go on a Typical scenario.
0: Statin. And it's like, tell me it ain't so. And mm-hmm. I look at the numbers, and I go, oh my God, you know, your cholesterol is 202, which is, you know, it is over 200, but your HDL is like, you know, 80. Yes. And I, you know, a why in, a and, and your so LDL
1: is only 114.
0: Right. Right. So, so I call the doctor and I, I was, I was polite. I wasn't going to like, yeah, what the hell are you doing here? You know, I wasn't going to come on yeah. with an attitude like, hello, I'm Dr. Hoffman. I'm just curious because I want to get a little clearer on your rationale. And the doctor intelligently explained to me, like, mm-hmm. this person has a very high LPA huh. and uh, also has a strong family history of car- early cardiovascular disease. Mm-hmm. All her male relatives had, you know, had heart attacks in their 40s and 50s. So I thought it prudent to put them on a statin. So, uh, with, this is without looking at, and I, I would probably add, it wouldn't be a bad idea to look at the heart scan. Yeah. To see if this, if she really had risk. Yeah. But and I, I respected that because mm-hmm. this is now the new thing among doctors is that even if your cholesterol is not that high, if your LPA is high, yes. you should be on a statin. Now, statins won't reduce LPA. Mm. They don't lower LPA. No. But they.
1: We haven't found what helps to lower LPA. You know what much. lowers LPA? Hmm.
0: The, there's new PCSK9 medications. Pesky? Yeah, the, the Repatha. Okay. Right. The Repatha and that ilk of, these are injectable medications. They're very expensive. Wow. They're usually used for very high cholesterol, but they will lower LPA.
1: That's interesting. They're
0: only now beginning to do clinical trials to see if, if the efficacy of those mm-hmm. medications is because they lower cholesterol or because they uh, lower uh, LPA.
1: Interesting, because we know from a nutritional standpoint, stearic acid, which is a type of saturated fat, maybe L-carnitine and vitamin C. These are kind of the only three that may so have an effect. That that may have much, an effect, not much, but not much. Not unfortunately, not, those are not listed. Much.
0: Those are listed as things yeah. that could be helpful. Yeah. Uh, so there's actually some. This is. This is now a target for uh, drug research, and they're trying to come up with LPA drugs. Mm. And these drugs are based on a concept called missense proteins. Mm. And they somehow, I don't know, interfere with the synthesis of LPA. Wow. But, you know, who knows if that doesn't have other ramifications elsewhere in the body, if that's safe, it's if it's effective. Because sure, sure. um Because there are right. some... Things that work to lower cholesterol but don't have a beneficial effect on on overall cardiovascular. By the way, niacin lowers LP little A, but hmm. it it does not in trials. It doesn't seem to be that helpful for cardiovascular protection.
1: That's interesting. I wonder if so. Go figure. That's interesting, Drew. We hope that helps you out. This information.
0: Yeah. From so Dr. it, it is the sort of the new kid on the block in terms of importance.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we should get to a... We we need to get to part two. Yes. Oh, my. It's that time again. It's that time again. So uh, let's uh, tell our listeners to uh, go ahead to part two. And what are we going to be handling in part two?
1: Suzanne's asking, How can I shrink an ovarian cyst naturally?
0: Okay. Interesting question. I've been faced with that clinical dilemma. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman today with Layla Mutin. It's our weekly QA with Layla. Reminder the questions come to Questions at drhoffman.net. We'll be right back.